Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Julius Bear's Moving Markets podcast. It's Wednesday, the 22nd of November, and my name is Helen Freer. So, NVIDIA reported results after the market close yesterday. I'll be talking about this and more market news this morning with Mike Rauber. And Irini Sekaridou from our fixed income team is also on the show this morning. And I'll be getting her latest thoughts on bond yields a little later on. But let's start with the market news. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, Helen. Christine Lagarde, the ECB president, gave a speech yesterday on the topic of inflation. What did she have to say? So she said that inflation has moved lower, but also that the central bank cannot declare victory just yet, and that the ECB will be very much attentive until inflation is firmly heading back to the 2% goal. So specifically, she noted that while energy and supply chain shocks are abating and becoming less inflationary, her focus and the central bank's focus is now on rising wages and their impact on price levels. Uh, I just might add, our economists just noted this week that the ECB's attention may soon have to move somewhat away from inflation and more to a challenging economic backdrop amid high interest rates. This also leads them to expect a first rate cut by the ECB already in April of next year. Okay, um, turning to the US now, how did the stock market fare there? It looks like volumes were fairly muted ahead of the Thanksgiving holiday, which of course is tomorrow. Yes, so US equities were moderately lower yesterday with the S&P 500 dropping 0.2%, with only four out of the 11 sectors uh, up on the day. But this really follows a string of positive days. And after the minutes from the Federal Reserve's latest policy meetings reiterated that what was already known, the U.S. Central Bank sees interest rates remaining restrictive for some time. But I might add, we saw interest rate sensitive two-year U.S. Treasury yields dropping a little to 4.88% yesterday. And gold is just a tiny bit above $2,000 this morning. So this can be really seen as the market being not too concerned about higher rates, but rather maybe seeing lower rates uh, next year. And I mentioned it at the beginning. Let's talk about NVIDIA quickly, because they're one of the star performers this year. And the company reported its earnings after the market closed yesterday. Anything to highlight there? Yeah, they are with a gain of 241% this year. They're really one of the star performers. Uh, It is a company that produces the chips that are so essential to data center and, of course, artificial intelligence. Now, the stock is down a little more than 1% after reporting its Q3 results. They came in better than expected with over $18 in revenues. And just to compare... Last year, in the same quarter, the company had revenues of $6 billion, so three times more this time around. Uh, looking forward, the company gave an outlook that was viewed as strong, but not spectacular, and export restrictions to China remain a challenge for the company. And I've also seen the news this morning that Sam Altman, the co-founder of OpenAI, is back as its CEO just days after he was kicked out by the board of directors. What can you tell us about this story, Mike? Yeah, a very remarkable story. Uh, So OpenAI, it is the company behind ChatGPT. It will bring back, as you said, Sam Altman as its CEO, who was only fired on Friday or Saturday, I believe. Um, 
and he was fired by the board of directors, of course. The company has around 770 employees, and almost all of them said they would quit if Sam Altman is not being brought back. Interestingly, the company also announced that there will be now a new board of directors with some very high-profile names. Uh, just to mention two, it will include Larry Summers. He's a former U.S. Treasury Secretary and president of Harvard University, and Brad Taylor, and I had to look him up, but he was formerly, among other things, the chief technology officer for Google Maps. Okay, uh, interesting. Uh, is there any other news to highlight for us this morning? So yes, Israel and Hamas uh, backed a deal that will free up to 50 hostages from Gaza in return for a four-day pause in fighting and the release of Palestinian prisoners. Of course, details are scant at this point in time. And oil is not seeing a big move uh, following this news. Uh, Brent oil is around $82 a barrel. And just quickly, Asia. In Asia, when I looked, uh, share price moves are relatively muted there with the results of NVIDIA not having a major impact on technology firms in the region. And just lastly then, what about the day ahead? What can we expect today, Mike? So the UK Chancellor, Jeremy Hunt, uh, delivers the government's autumn statement, which is expected to focus on stimulating Britain's economy. Now, uh, I read that he will announce a package that should boost business investments by £20 billion per year. And in Holland, voters are going to the polls to elect their next prime minister. Now, in terms of economic news, Eurozone consumer confidence and in the US durable good orders will be released and with the Thanksgiving holiday tomorrow, Helen, as you already mentioned, U.S. markets will be closed then. And so we rather expect trading activity to be muted today on this Wednesday. But that's all from me and back to you. OK, great. Thank you very much, Mike. Interesting roundup this morning. Thank you, Helen. Now, Irini, thanks for joining me this morning as well. Good morning, firstly. Good morning, Helen. Thank you for having me. So since last week, we've seen the 10-year Treasury yield back below 4.5%. What's behind this, do you think? One of the most notable events this week was the 16 billion Treasury auction that we had on Monday for 20-year US Treasury bonds. Okay, and why has that had an impact? You know, Helen, for 20 years, no one cared about government auctions from the U.S., but now we're all paying close attention on Treasury auctions. We are looking at it very closely because of all the problems. We had the continuing resolution, we had the shutdown fears, we had the fiscal issues, we had concerns about government supply, we had the Moody's downgrade of the outlook. And now, on Monday, in the case of the 20-year, which markets usually dislike because it's less liquid... Everyone was looking on how the, the market reaction was going to be as an indication for duration appetite. Remember, a few weeks ago, we had again the U.S. selling long government bonds, 30-year tenor, but it hadn't gone that well. Markets were afraid that foreign buyers were avoiding long U.S. debt, and it provoked a sell-off in the bond market. So luckily, the 20-year went well. Demand was strong. Markets are happy. So now we all have data showing inflation is not so much of an issue. The jobs market is cooling. The market thinks the Fed is done hiking. Demand for U.S. paper is there. And that has pushed yields down with a 10-year now at below 4.5%, as you mentioned. So for investors then, what's the conclusion? We stick to our view. We like duration. We like credit quality over credit risk. 
we currently see credit risk as expensive. High yield credit offers 4% credit spread, which is expensive given the latest reading of a 5.3% default rate. We wait for better entry points there. Leading indicators at the moment stand at minus 4% and historically we never had a lousy reading, such a lousy reading, without a widening of credit spreads. So now we are expecting the default rate to rise. We expect uh, spreads to widen and stay out of credit risk for the time being, preferring credit quality instead. Okay, thanks very much, Irini. Really good to get your thoughts on this this morning. Thank you very much, Helen. So that is all for today. Thank you again to my guests today and thank you all for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's show, don't forget to subscribe and please also leave us a review on whichever platform you'd like to listen on. And do join us again tomorrow when I'll be back talking to more of our colleagues about what is moving markets. Have a great day, everyone, and bye for now. The information and opinions expressed in this podcast constitute marketing material and are not the result of independent financial or investment research. Please refer to www.juliasbear.com forward slash legal forward slash podcasts for further other important legal information. Beyond Markets is a weekly podcast where Julius Bear experts and external speakers discuss some of the latest market developments. They share their key research and insights on today's ever-changing economic landscape and present practical advice. Search for Beyond Markets on your favourite podcast player.